When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. everybody welcome back to the charger chat i'm your co-host will dog sitting with my buddy kev huggin duggan i will dog how are you buddy i'm doing all right but let's not forget kyle the coach duggan hi guys hi hi guys hi hi, <laughs> hi guys <laughs> all right gang well we've got lots to talk about this episode third preseason game in the books We've got a bolt insight. We've got a fan focus. We've got an ask bolt fan. We've got it all here at the Charger Chat podcast. But first and foremost, let's talk about what I could not attend: uh, yeah. the fantasy draft. Uh, I did get to experience it uh, post draft. I got to go back and watch it. If you guys haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. We've got it on the YouTube page for you to go revisit, as I did. Because man, what a <laughs> What a time that was. I think we came in, what, pick 17? We were already in. <laughs> yeah, we were picked for 15, 15. 15 out of 16, yeah. Okay. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the team. Um, yeah, it I'm turned not, out okay. I think, I think we did pretty good, all things considered. I'm just, and, I'm just so thankful that you got a charger, and it was Keenan Allen. No dude, I was so shocked we charger. got Keenan. Yeah. yeah. I Beyond shocked. I want to thank, from the bottom of my heart, the brisket broads for selecting Jalen Guyton before him and they have a very good reason for this their entire team kyle finish it off starts with the letter j the most bizarre draft strategy i've ever heard of but i will applaud them they just might work it just might work wow they're they're projected about 70 points a week but you never know what's gonna happen wow yeah they they went for it they actually absolutely went they had for a it game the plan and they executed it they it's stuck a to bold it. strategy holy <laughs> very staley ask of them they stuck yeah. to the game plan jared um, goff they used the analytics there. they went for it yeah. <laughs> that's awesome um well we've got a we've got to point some fingers we got to wag some fingers actually at a couple of these you need like a bell other shame other podcasts these other teams that drafted freaking raiders i can't believe this this is just I, I yeah. couldn't believe that they did this. I was just like, wow, wow, we're really going to go there, huh? 
I told him, I warned everyone before we even started, if you draft a Raider, we're calling you out on our next episode. So here's that All time. Right. Here comes here's, your spanking. Place. Here it is. Uh, round two, uh, Devontae Adams was picked up by Locked On Chargers. Come on. Come on. Shame. Big shame. Shame. Round four, Josh Jacobs, Bolts and Hose. What are you doing? Shame. Shame. They're really funny though. They had like they did like they the like, call. Yeah, they, they pretended like their... they were calling them on the draft night thing. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was a, that <laughs> was a they softened the blow with the comedy, but yeah. Now we're yeah. three Still, days later. A lot of shame your way. We took yeah, a minute. Shame. Yeah. We came Solid to the shame. realization. Hey, wait a second. Yeah, shame. Uh, and also in round four, Darren Waller to charge it to the game. Come on, Craig. Craig. Craig, Craig, come on, come on. Round four. It's not like, I don't know. That's, I guess, a good value, but that seems like he really wanted him. Is that yeah. what that pick feels like? That was giving me the vibe Craig was putting down. Yeah, he was, he, he was excited. Him. He was hovering over that mouse, just waiting to click that draft button. <laughs> Ooh, click, click. Uh, let's see. Round six, Hunter Renfro went to the diehard bolt club. 3K. 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 I think he panicked. We I might don't think lose he did some members after that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he did it on purpose. I think this was an act, you know, a slip of the mouse. It's gotta be. It's the only way to, to <laughs> justify it. Yeah, he like, his internet went down. That was the next guy up on the board and it just ought to, I'm going to give him the benefit of that doubt on that mm, one. But yeah, well, he better drop him by week yeah. one. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then round seven. This is the worst. This, this is one hurts the most. This yeah. one yeah. hurts the most because we're related to this guy. Bolt yeah. B, Jason, picked Derek Carr. I get it. Round seven. That's a, a value, but come no. on. Derek Carr. There were you're no. telling me there were no other QBs out there. You know, you know the phrase, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. I'm <sighs> mad and disappointed. <laughs> Feeling the full rainbow both. of emotions. Yeah. So pretty big bummer. I think the only way that any of these people can like redeem themselves is to sit. They have to sit these players week one, right? Like, it has to. You can't have them in your starting lineup them. in week one when we're no. playing them. Don't do it. It's not worth it. It don't really do, is. Don't do it. Take the L, move on to the next week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I do want to say, are we playing very... any of these guys, by the way? No, we're, we have, we got Jim, Mills. Mills. We got oh, Mills. Okay. Jim Mills. Round yeah. one. Yeah, she's in trouble. Gotcha. Coming for you, Jen Mills. Right. But I will say we didn't select one AFC West player. I am so Chargers. proud of you. We have a pure lineup. I am lineup. so proud of you. Pure. pure. Yeah, that pure is blood. so good. Um, pure blood. <laughs> no mudbloods here. No. no well, mudbloods here. Well, yeah, congrats to everybody. We will definitely be talking about our fantasy football league after every week. So be ready for us to talk about the highs and the lows uh, after every week. And hopefully we see a lot of highs for us. Um, okay. all right, <laughs> now let's look back at this last preseason game, Chargers versus the Saints, Chargers 10, Saints 27, three L's in the preseason, not really what you want to see, but we're also talking about the Saints bringing their first string. Exactly what there. I was going to say. Yeah. I was just like, what are they? Why? Why? Why would you put Alvin Kamara? Uh, was Michael Thomas out there? No, he wasn't out there, but it was, uh, they had Jameis, they had Jameis out there. Right, they had Jameis Winston. Yeah. Um, so who's the running back? Ingram. Ingram played a lot. Ingram, Ingram, yeah. So here's the thing. The problem, the problem I had is Kamara was in there, wasn't he? Kamara was in there. Yeah. He had a couple, he had a couple of runs. The problem I had was that, you know, we had to listen to their broadcast because it's, you know, it was what it was. It's not like a, it's very biased broadcast, but they were just so 
just laying it on how amazing this offense looks. Guys, you're playing against our second and third stringers. We're right. evaluating. You're trying to win. That's what that game, that beginning of that game was. Right. Yeah. And that's where those that's where those points came from. The 14 points, you know, that's where it came from. Yeah. And and guess what? Who had their first round pick go down and is probably going to miss some game time? Who that? The Saints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we saw uh, Trevor Penning. Penning go down and uh, had to get an MRI. And I, I'm trying to remember what all I saw. I thought he was a hammy or something like that or ACL, MCL, something that's going to make him miss some game time for sure. So that's why you don't do it, folks. I'm so risk, glad we didn't start reward. any of our players in the preseason. Right. Very happy about it. Um, so looking at uh, individuals, let's look over at the passing side here first. Uh, Chase Daniel, uh, 10 for 11, 113 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, one sack. Uh, Easton Stick, nine for 17. That one was rough. 74 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, zero sacks. So who do we think came out as the QB2 after these three games? What do you guys I think got? it's a I think it's a toss up, dude. I, it I really is I, a toss up. It's just a it's just a straight toss up. So I think that that Chase Daniels is going to get the nod because he's he's the vet. I I Senior, think that's just going to be who's active on Sundays. Yeah. Um. Just because I think Easton Stick had a better beginning, but just kind of fizzled, and it's close enough that they paid Chase Daniel a lot more money than they paid Easton Stick. Um. So I think that's who's going to be QB two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we saw some flash from Easton Stick in that first preseason game. I think we all kind of wanted to hope that there was some progression. And granted, he's working with, you know, second stringers, working with rookies, and not necessarily working with the first, you know, string team. So maybe there would be a difference if that was the case. But I don't know. I, I, I think I, I agree that it's probably Chase Daniels going to be the one dressing up for Sundays. Um, and then looking over at the rushing side, uh, Joshua Kelly, six carries, 40 yards, zero touchdowns. Uh, Larry Roundtree, six carries, 12 yards, but he got into the end zone, got himself a touchdown. And Chase Daniel had himself a seven-yard run as well. Uh, but Kelly... Kelly looked great. Kelly, Kelly's, he looked, Kelly's, yeah, Kelly's solid. That leap Kelly, that he had on that third down was... I was going to say, he went airborne, man. That Pretty was spectacular. You see, all the stuff we watched when he was drafted, that was... All he did at UCLA, he would just jump over people. Mm. And that was awesome. That was like athletic, yeah. the athletic Kelly we expected to see, you know, in these games. And he finally didn't have a great second game, but he showed up on this third one. And I think he solidified himself as at least RB2 until Isaiah Spiller's back and fully, fully ready to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Um, then after the game, there were some quotes uh, from the coach. Uh, first on running back Joshua Kelly's performance tonight. He said, I thought that Josh gave us a spark tonight. I thought that he created some things for us. That draw was a big one. I thought that he was a bright spot for us tonight for sure. I thought that he gave us some energy. Yep. So what I, you want to he hear was, from your he coach? He was the most exciting part of that game, honestly. Absolutely. Um, that was the most fun to watch. You know, his couple runs were the best part, you know, what we did, except for the one Jalen Guyton catch, which was very nice. Um, <laughs> that was, Chase Daniel. yeah. Um, those were the, the two highlights of the night, pretty much. Everything else was pretty pretty lackluster so i agree yeah. with him but the highlight for sure for sure and then uh on his evaluation of the roster leading into final cutdowns, staley said i think there's a lot to be decided here especially at the back half of our team we have to make sure that we take a good hard look at it then we have to take a look at the rest of the nfl 
that's what we're going to try and do, try to put our best group together, then you also know that it's never over. It's a long season, but I like this football team. I think that we're a lot better football team than we were at the beginning of training camp. Now we're ready for what's next. I think that's the one thing that, you know, people kind of forget about is that we might have some random guy off a team that cut cut them just out of need that they didn't need him, and sure. then he's a better fit for us. So. Yeah. That well, could that's, screw some stuff up for us. That's what happened with Schofield last year. Our starting right guard for the majority of the season wasn't even on our roster out of camp. Yeah. Right. These guys are out there floating, and, and it is the Chargers GM and the front office's job to know who they are and go get them if we can. Absolutely. Um, because to, it, in our minds, we're so singular focused, and like we're only consider Chargers who's going to make the team. Um, but yeah, we in reality we don't we don't know at all if. Fahoko is like, I, he better make the team. But what if there's a guy out there that coaches love that what he's doing on the interior that come and scoop that position? It's not just looking at the 80 we have on our field, but the the hundreds and hundreds in the NFL. Right. I think there's something like 800 people. Fahoko uh, tweeted something like, make jokes, do all your stuff. But like, this is real for a lot of people these next yeah. two days getting cut. And like 800 players are going to get cut in the next two days. Like that's right. a lot of people not working. So yeah, um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. The roster cuts are absolutely upon us. Uh, today, August 30th, we're going to go from 80 to 53 players and the deadline for cuts is 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So as per usual, big news is going <laughs> to happen miss prior yeah. to us releasing this episode. <laughs> yeah. uh, but rest assured that we will talk about it as soon as possible. Uh, yeah, hopefully Friday. by the Friday episode, yeah. we we are able to get together and chat. 100%. Um, and then, uh, you know, NFL's top 100 players, obviously I swung and miss on who I thought would be in the top 20, but uh, what I did not swing and miss on was how many people were going to be in this top 100 players. We talked about it. We were like, wait a minute, there's still this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy to make it. Yeah. And sure enough, Chargers have eight players in NFL's top 100 players. Uh, and the next closest one in San Francisco was seven. Um, I could, I mean, if Chargers had eight, what's that? It's a record. I think it's a record. I believe it. I believe it. I mean, that was part of the whole offseason was for the Chargers to go acquire talent. And guess what? We acquired a lot of talent. Oh, we got it. Um, I mean, let's just be thankful that we're not the Texans, the Jets, the Jaguars, or the Lions with (laughs) zero (laughs) goose eggs. Goosers. For their top 100 players. Yeah. Yeah. Eight players. That is insane. That is actually really cool. If you look at the Panthers, the Washington team, I'm never going to remember Commanders, Commanders, Seahawks, and the Giants. That's also like there's one on that team, so like that guy's got like the the King world of on Castle, his shoulder, King of Castle, oh. top 100, King of Castle. <laughs> so that's almost kind of worse than not having any. Um, you go with go with the goose egg. I think there's more to work towards. <laughs> you don't have egg. a, a <laughs> on it. real underdogs all together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go full underdog on this. We don't need one prima donna on this. Uh, you know, top 100 players. That's true. Um, so yeah, Hey, congrats to all the guys that made it in the top 100, obviously all well, all well deserved. I mean, one of those guys was Rashawn Slater rookie, uh, has made that big of an impact that he's already being recognized, but I, by other players in the top 100. Um, well, you know what else you can recognize? You can recognize (laughs) our website, www.chargerchat.com. Check it out. We've got awesome stuff over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other members. Other charge chatteteers and ask questions and ask Bolt Fam. 
So go check out chargerchat.com. And if you're watching this on YouTube, pretty pleased with a cherry on top, hit that subscribe button. It would really mean a lot to us. It helps us out a bunch. And, uh, you know, why not? What do you got to lose? What do you, what what do you, you have doing? to lose? What are you doing on this fine Tuesday? I don't know. I, 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 mean, I, I hit the subscribe button. Really? Yeah. It's a good conversation starter, folks. Yeah. That's all I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Water cooler material. <laughs> um, all right, gang. Well, now let's head on over to the next segment. It is Bolt Insight. Let's find out who it is. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. You know, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Well, I'm in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super lucky to have the Rivers Lake Yacht Club, Senora, Senior Snappy, and John. What is up, my friends? Bolt up, Kevin. So excited to have you guys. Excited to um, chat with you a little bit about you know what we got coming up, and also a little bit about what you guys are doing over there at the Rivers uh, Lake Yacht Club because it's really special, and I think everyone will be really excited to hear a little bit about it. So, um, what, what, let's kick off with the Rivers Lake Yacht Club, and you know I, we've interacted a lot, Senor and Senora Snappy, and love what you guys are doing. John, tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the Rivers Lake Yacht Club. Uh, uh, so, uh, that's, it's a long story, but Hey, I'll be brief in the interest of your time and everything. Uh, so, uh, I'm part of a group, uh, I'm sure you've met Josh Albertson. You've had him on your show, uh, Aaron Brabel as well, uh, on, on chargers, Twitter called salt team six. Uh, basically the way we, we all got together was it's, it's a matter of just trying to defend charger fans from, uh, the, the former fans who we call salties. Sure. Uh, Right. We, we spent a good number of years uh, since the move to L.A. trying to do just that and trying to make the culture of uh, at least online Twitter for Charger fans uh, a little bit more um, more welcoming and, and more more of a comfortable place for, for Charger fans to interact and be in and congregate. Uh, Senor Snappy uh, was uh, someone who was very similar to what we, he was doing, pretty much what we were doing, but on his own, uh, came up with a funny idea to uh, also now moving away from now dealing with the former fans, start trying to troll Rams fans and decided, yeah. Hey, well, you know what we could do is now have a state claim to uh, something that, you know, something that's on that, on that property. And the lake was awesome. And it's uh, it's a beautiful lake, of course. Uh, and uh, you know, it just seemed like a natural thing to name the lake after uh, Philip rivers. So, Hey, we all got on board with that and trying to figure out ways to see what, what we can do to make that thing a little bit more official. Uh, one of our uh, one of our Salt Team Six brothers, Daniel Lay, uh, decided, hey, you know what? We can probably mess with the algorithms on on Google Maps and just start posting and, and trying to pin that lake with that name. And we got that thing just spread like wildfire. We 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 we, uh, we posted a, a tweet basically asking all Charger fans to uh, to start pinning that lake as and name it rivers lake and it, like i said it spread like wildfire it's we we got to the point by like the following day it was finally listed on google maps from there there was a wikipedia article that 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 just sprouted from nothing and and now there's a bunch of other articles on yelp and other things like there's a <laughs> you google rivers lake and you'll see uh sites that list other nationally recognized lakes i, I didn't even know they had like those <laughs> directories. Am- oh it's my god that. that's amazing it's on that. oh my god yeah. wow that's well what, i don't know why you're making such a big deal out of it because it's always been rivers lake i keep telling you <laughs> exactly it's always been <laughs> the beginning of lake. and i think that's yeah. how i met you guys was that i saw that original thing i was like this is 
the funniest and the coolest thing to actually name it after the man himself who we we got to keep you know pay tribute to him at all times because phil rivers is one of a kind and we love that guy so um it's super cool that how you guys got in the fold with them kind of came together and all that and then tell us a little bit about you know senior snappy like what rivers lake what you guys are currently trying to do to kind of not only name the lake and take that over but kind of take over the area around SoFi a little more? Well, I think we always have to defend Rivers Lake as our territory, but I think uh, one of the things that one of the Yacht Club members, Kent, has pointed out is that we really need to work as a fan base on making SoFi have a home field advantage. And there's a lot of ways we can do it. And one of the things that that I'm trying to to educate everybody on is that it doesn't matter what the team does. We don't need to go with that tired story that when the team wins, the fans will show up and we'll have our home field advantage. Yeah, We can make the home field advantage ourselves. And there's creative ways that I've learned over my life and John's learned over his life and Senora's learned over her life that we can do to kind of push against this narrative, push against the media that are pushing against us, yeah. making our lives difficult, push against those other fans that are criticizing us that are trolling us, that are bullying us. There's something we can do and we can take ownership of this territory and we can make Southern California bull country. And it starts with Englewood. So there's a lot to talk about what we've been doing to, to get towards that. I want to give Signoras uh, a chance to talk about it. Absolutely. So uh, go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, tell us a little bit about the kind of, the, you know, the outreach and the stuff that you guys are doing to try and take over, just take over the whole area and make it charger, just everything chargers. Yeah, absolutely. It was um, it was really amazing seeing how from going to meeting up with people um, a couple of times, like we were fortunate to have Coach and Karen and uh, the very fashionably Kea come to a meeting and yeah. um, Jonathan French too with Boltbox um, and just people coming together to to really try and make an idea into a reality. Um, so that was really cool to see just how it started as an idea. We developed a plan and then um, myself, Senior Snappy and John went out um, on the streets of Inglewood and we went to businesses and met business owners. Um, and even with the ticket giveaway that we were doing for the Cowboys team. What we did is we asked the Bolt fam to contribute tickets to a preseason game. And then the idea was is that we go around Inglewood and we find people that haven't been to the stadium. Right. And and give them the tickets so that they have a chance, first of all, to see the grounds. We feel we owe it to them. Sure. I mean, how much of a hassle are we putting them through every game day? Sure. But then we thought it was a golden opportunity to make some new Bolt fan, to make some new friends. Back to you. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was really cool. Just um, I think we went along the south side of uh, right across from Hollywood Park, just even just to get an idea of who is within a couple block radius. Um so we went to a business complex, uh, spoke with a couple of businesses, chatted with them about um, if they had a football team, if they were interested in going to a game at SoFi, um, just because of, I mean, we all know with the fluctuation in ticket prices too, like sure. some people can't afford to go there depending on like how many people they have going with them. Sure. Um, so it was really great to just um, walking around the neighborhoods um, and getting an idea of just what's really close within the vicinity of the stadium and seeing um, who potential fans or uh, potential opportunities to interact with the community, what they really are. Um, so that was yeah. really 
that was really amazing to see and just to be able to to talk to people who live there and are impacted um, not just on the weekends but um, by the everyday presence of SoFi Stadium and what Hollywood Park is doing as well. So we got to spend some time with the uh, with with a member of the Chamber of Commerce, one of the senior members of the Chamber of Commerce, and got made some good contacts there. Um, I think uh, just the thing I want to relay to to the Charger Chat family is that. Um, you know, this, this is a, we have one life to live and, uh, you know, if we're not happy with how we're being treated, you know, I think one of the things you can do is take ownership sure. and look at what you're doing. And that's kind of what this movement is about. The Rivers Lake Yacht Club It's you know, we're not really a club. We're kind of a task force <laughs> and it really comes down to, Hey, what can we do to make our community better and to take ownership of it and to make it the way we want it to be? That's awesome. Uh, that's so cool. You guys are doing it. And what was the the reaction when you were, you know, re- seeing people that weren't Charger fans and you, the possibility of them going to game? Like, what was the reaction when you were kind of the outreach portion of that? John, what would you say? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, when it became really clear that, you know, for a lot of these guys, a lot of the people that live in, in, in the surrounding immediate, sur- immediate surrounding area of the around the stadium um, that, yeah, it's beautiful facility it's, it's awesome that it's there but like they can't really afford to go to games when we went to uh drop off some of the flyers that we designed uh you know promoting this giveaway uh immediately like you could the people that were that took them were like you know what it's, it's awesome i actually have never gone to a game uh you know we're my kids are fans of this team or we watch this team casually or whatever but you know really like to go to a game and this was it was very apparent that like we were this there's a large population demographic of people that could very well be, be very well become charger fans they just don't have that uh that ability to attend any games right and i thought that was amazing the fact that you know we were able to in that short period of time uh do something that may grow the fan base but also hey uh we i guess if anything finally introduce this this uh that demographic of of, of people uh, to what this stadium is and, uh, and hopefully, you know, bring them, bring them aboard our, our, our fan base, yeah. plenty of room in a bull fan for, uh, for, for more folks. So absolutely. And your vibes are amazing. So like, are you, I'm sure when they ran into you guys are like, Oh wow. Charger fans are rad. Maybe I should be a charger fan. So you guys keep, keep up what you're doing. Cause it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's us taking ownership. Like you said, senior snappy, it's like we take ownership of uh, ownership of this and make this better for ourselves. We're not going to just be handed it. So I love what you guys are doing. And let's talk a little bit about this season starting, man. We're getting really close. That first tailgate. Raiders, what do you guys have lined up? What is planned? What are we doing this first game? Wow. Um, I know we're getting up at God awful o'clock <laughs> yeah. to leave Carl's bed to go get in line for this game. Um, even when we went to the Raiders game last year, like we were really surprised by, um, the amount of Raider fans that showed up. Um, we got stuck on the other side of the lot across from Thunder Alley and it was just, it was packed. Um, so I would emphasize if anything, if Charger fans are going to this game, get there early. Get there early. <laughs> now, last time we were able to call down lightning and thunder from the sky. Beautiful. And that brought us a win. <laughs> Let's do that again. That'd be great. I, I'm really on board for that. Bolt Vox and I have a little thing going on. So we've got a little bit of a rain dance that we're going to do. Um, Beautiful. Are we still doing the kettlebell yeah. challenge? Is that still on the books? 
Charger Challenge is there to make sure that we can, you know, outlast these Raider fans. Drink. You know? <laughs> it's it's, it's, yeah, it's 10 kettlebell squats. I want every Charger fan listening to this right now to practice 10 kettlebell squats. Do five sets every day over the head, <laughs> 10 kettlebell squats. And then when you see me in the tailgate, if you can pull off 10 kettlebell squats in front of a Raider fan, then you get you get a beverage of your choice from from senior staff. Oh my! I am going to the gym first thing in the morning. I'm getting ready. This is gonna happen. Um, and then speaking of tailgates, um, so John, like you, you have something interesting going on with your association with uh, your fraternity um, at SC, and kind of like what's going on for the Jaguars game. So tell us a little bit about that because it sounds interesting. First, well, first of all, guys, also I'm a member of Die Hard Bowl Club, and you know that whole Die Hard Bowl Club always dominates the tailgates as well, along with Senior Snappy and River Lake Yacht Club. That's right. Uh, but yeah, best believe uh, I'm actually excited this season. Um, yeah, I know we've been planning this for a good while now at SC. You know, we haven't really had an opportunity to do much, uh, simply being, you know, we've been under a lot of scrutiny lately, right? Uh, but what's awesome, though, is uh, we're, we finally took the, the opportunity this year to plan something, something big. All of our brothers were all football fans. Some of them, some of us are from are, are from the city of San Diego, so they're Charger fans as well. LA here, they you know they picked the Chargers as their team as well. Uh, so hey, we thought, what better way to to do something that's Beta Theta Pi related? My fraternity at SC, and also also an opportunity to catch a football game and support the Chargers bolt up, uh, than to have a tailgate uh, for the September twenty fifth, uh, the game against the Jaguars. So our uh, our brother from another college uh, from Illinois, Shot Khan, happens to be the owner yeah, of uh, shit. the Jaguars. Wow. Of course. Right. So we thought, you know what? It's it's going to be an awesome way to do a tailgate that's beta-related, charges-related. Great way to ball out. So uh, so we're excited about that. We're going to be throwing a, an all-chargers, all-beta, beta-pi uh, tailgate for that game. So we're excited about that. That's amazing. I can't it's wait. It's going to be Animal House and Thunder Alley. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be yeah, all day. Let's it's gonna go. be Van Wilder, Animal House, all day. Let's go. I, yeah. I love it. So I, I'm you, I'm, uh, I'm getting a uh, I'm I'm getting a big container of uh, hard boiled eggs to do the I'm a zit thing that John Belushi did. Do it's, it. Uh, also, be going streaking. So it's, it's right gonna after. it's gonna get wild. <laughs> Hopefully, everyone yeah. gets into the stadium after all this. Um, but yeah, it's a cheap ticket, Kevin. You should you should come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Thank you guys so much. Um, keep up everything you're doing because it's good for the Charger community and. Um, we just we can't thank you guys enough for your time coming on and sharing with us and uh, and thanks also for joining our fantasy football league because that that it's going to be fun we get to kick each other's asses every week it's going to be a good time <laughs> yeah most most importantly we joined your fantasy football league this whole thing about the charger fan base you know whatever that's what we're here to well, that's why you're actually here right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's why I'm actually here hey I, I got a couple of couple of closing words if you don't mind yeah hit it do, do for me for this yeah so last thing is. We are looking for members. Again, it's not a club, so it doesn't conflict with any of the, the tailgate clubs or the fan clubs rules. We're not really a club or task force, but we are seeking people that are like-minded, that are interested in helping build the fan base, that are interested in taking direct action to make things better for Charger fans, particularly in Southern California. Uh, so please uh, reach out. Look, look me up on uh, riverslake.org or on Twitter. Really just look up Rivers Lake. You'll find one of us. We're, we're not exactly a secret society, but, you know, pretty close. Nice. <laughs> and then the other thing I'd like to say is to Will Perro, 
Oh, I'm shit. coming for you. I know you've been holding it a long time. The story's coming, dude. I got dude. something good for you. So just hang on, buddy. I'm so hang on. We'll get you, we'll, we'll, I'm so excited. We'll, I have, we'll get you through this party and we'll get you on to your next life. This is like a, the novella we all need and want in our lives. So thank you guys so much. Go follow them. Go get involved if you can. It's, it's really awesome what you guys are doing. And uh, we will see you very soon. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Well, what a what a hype out there, guys. That was freaking awesome and great. I mean, to see that, you know, the Rivers Lake Yacht Club is out there, you know, trying to make the community better, trying to make it a better place for everybody. I mean, it, that that's what it's all about, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That's so cool. And you went to one of their meetings, right, Kyle? You got to actually meet meet up with everyone. Yeah. So I went to I went to one of the first ones where it was kind of still figuring out what the identity of Rivers Lake Yacht Club was, right? They mm-hmm. named the river and that was awesome. That was really cool. That was really fun. But then where does it go from there, right? Right. That's 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 a done deed. Everyone knows what that lake is called right. now. So what is what is the what what do they call it? Not a club, uh, a movement. A task, oh, right. task force. A task force. Yeah. Yes. What does the task force do? What's their task? And so um yeah, Snappy's vision was hey, we're gonna take over Inglewood. When you drive in, it's gonna feel like a home charger game. Not we switch stadiums once a week and mm-hmm. there's sometimes yeah. there's more Charger fans than the fan, than the opposing team. Um a lofty goal, but bold. And I love it. I I'm I'm here to support it hundred percent. I love the idea. Like if 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 you don't like that there's no more opposing fans than Charger fans, then let's do something about it. What are you doing? You're sitting there whining about it or Stop are we whining. take action. Good whining. Yeah. <laughs> <The recruit. laughs> um and that's that's so cool, um, guys. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting with Kev. It was, that was our that was a big bolt insight. We had three people in one bolt insight. I think that's the yeah, most. That's that a record. Awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> um, all right. Well, now let's move it on to the next segment. It is fan focus, and we knew <laughs> Kevin's already smiling because <laughs> we know who it is. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we are back with another fan focus and we are super lucky to have ben from arizona what's going on ben what's up how are you doing i'm good and this isn't only ben this has been jamming your mom one of my favorite handles we've ever come across on twitter we got been jamming your mom here dude that's awesome where did oh, the name yeah. come from that's amazing Dude, listen, it was so funny because I downloaded an Xbox account and I was just sitting there thinking, and obviously my name growing up from my dad was Benjamin, right? Yeah. And playing Madden all the time, I used to just rape and pillage. It was just, it was unfair. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I ended up putting Benjamin, your mom. And then from that point on, I ended up being ranked number 52 in Madden 20. <laughs> oh my God, really? Yeah. And oh, I, I just, dude. I just jammed everybody's mother all day. Great. <laughs> I love it, dude. That's COVID so was a hell of a time, dude. Oh my God. Just been jamming yeah, your way across the, uh, the NFL. That's amazing. I created an army of kids. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, well, let's, uh, let's kick this off the way we usually do it, man. How did you become a Charger fan? Uh, my dad was born and raised a Chargers fan. My uh, grandpa was in the Navy, so he was in San Diego. My dad, he was uh, he was out in Santee, you know, and just that experience of him always taking his uh, son to games and everything like that. My dad ended up always doing that for me. Um, I grew up literally from day one a Chargers fan. I was wearing gear all the way then. Um, really, I mean, it, it was just such a cool experience because moving around everywhere, you know, I didn't really have a sense of identity, but anywhere I went, the Chargers was something I always held on my back. It always kind of made me feel at peace anywhere that I went, right? Mm-hmm. Because I knew I had something to rely on. So really, 
me becoming a Chargers fan since birth, I mean, it just kind of held on because it meant a little bit more to me. You know, I had a yeah. bigger grasp on it. That's awesome. Yeah. So you've been a longtime fan since birth. So what are, you, what are your oh, thoughts? Oh, and I take everything so personal. <laughs> so personal. You've been as through, it, as you've does been through it all, obviously. Yeah, you've been through it all. So what what are your thoughts on kind of, you know, where we're at right now? Like the the kind of excitement level. I don't remember being this excited for the start of a regular season ever. Uh, and I'm diehard. So this is crazy. What about you? No, 100%. And honestly, like, the vibes that I get from the 2016, when I played football, you know, I was in high school laying kids out and I called myself lights out junior, you know, I wasn't given the name or anything like that, but I just, that was my mentality. You know, I wanted to be exactly like him and just watching him and LT just obviously always dominate those games. God, it was just like this electrifying feeling that you knew you were going to win. And if you weren't going to win, you knew it was going to be a game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now everything that we have this year why wouldn't it feel that way? We have a powerhouse at every single position. And if we have strength, at least in numbers, that's going to be a, brick, a, a stronger brick wall than what we had last year. That's for damn sure. So I don't understand why there's this narrative, why having that number four offense all of a sudden discredits everything for Justin Herbert, yeah. though we had the number 29 defense, right? Mm-hmm. This year, having this overloaded defense is, I mean, it's unfair. It's so unfair. And they're just so jealous. It's really what it is. They're just bummed out. They don't have them. And we got them for, for however much you want paid, however much money you want, Justin, take it. It's not my money to give, but have it all. Yeah. And, you know, I just saw this number uh, recently saying like that the um, Bengals and the Rams both had like four or five top 100s, right? And, you know, that's really all it takes to, to make a Super Bowl as long as everybody is working together. But having a team that is fully built on the same scheme and, and really is, is come together as like a whole family, like those are the guys that work hard for each other. Those are the guys that aren't going to try to be like letting down their coach, letting down their teammates. There are such high expectations that you're going to have a motor the entire game. You can't slack. You have people over there picking you up no matter what. Not so sure. this loss of intensity is just... There's no way. Yeah. So the only way that we're not going to make the Super Bowl is if somebody gets hurt that's detrimental to the team. You know what I mean? And obviously, I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood on that because, damn it, as a Chargers fan, no way am I trying to have that uh, bad juju. But yeah, yeah, man. This year is going to be a f-ing blast. And it's cool, too, because like even Coach Staley says he he understands the culture when he came in, like the charging it and like letting these things go at the end. And this idea of like him really in one year changing if we're going to lose, it's going to be because of us. It's not going to be because we played it soft and we gave it up. The natural thing that happened to us for years and years and years. And how many fucking walls did you run through? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I, it's, it's exciting to see what he's done so far and take the second year leap with that. Yeah, well, you know, you obviously don't really look, like understand things that are happening during the time that it's happening sure. until you're kind of looking back on it, right? And it's so funny because I was kind of thinking about how, you know, there's teams like the Ravens, right? They have this philosophy that's like, you know, we're, we're a bad team. We got bad attitudes. We're a big name defense, no matter what, right? We're getting, we're going to play smash mouth football. And it wasn't always like that. Yeah. We were for sure. Never like that. You know, we were kind of like that soft competitor. Yeah. Like it was kind of like a, are we going to do it? I hope we do it. Like it's kind of up in the air. Now, what Staley was just getting everybody to buy into that system of, hey, we're here to work hard. I'm here for you. We are all here to support each other. 
Everybody buying into that system is creating that same smash mouth mentality that's going to be surrounding this organization for the future coming, right? So for these next few years, we're going to be attracting players that are dogs, right? People that are ready to just play smash mouth football and that we can enjoy watching, not people that are going to give up or gas out and like not make an effort to get off tackles. We have too many power pieces to not have that just play a huge factor. Yeah. This this roster stacked and like out of all the new guys that they brought in this year, who was the one when you heard the news that was like, oh shit, we got a new charger. Who was it for you? Dude, I can tell you right now. I just, uh, so I'm a silent partner in a pest control company and I was actually just getting started that day. I literally had to tell everybody that was in front of me as I was kind of sitting there in the middle of, of a meeting. I had to walk out. I had to walk out. I was ready to just quit up and quit, not even deal with anything because Cleo Mac just got signed. I was like, <laughs> yes. what the f- <laughs> Dude, it's so I crazy. I walked out and I was just like, does anybody care? I don't know. Man. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted to show everybody. I didn't yeah. even know what to do. I didn't know it was real or not. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would say Khalil Mack definitely uh, just rung my bell. I just, we've never done anything like that. No. It was the first big move we've ever done. And it's weird because that move started attracting more and more and more people. JC Jackson and then like, uh, all the defensive linemen we have now are all they've said in interviews. Like I saw what they were doing over there, at the chargers and I liked it. So it was like the perfect first domino to, to start the mm-hmm. whole deal. And, you know, I go back to that, to that whole, um, when JC Jackson came in, right. And Brandon Staley like shook his hand right after they signed him or when he was about to get signed and he was just kind of going over all the notes and just showing him how much you like really like appreciated yeah. his play and everything. JC Jackson was like, dude, I'll take two million less. I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be tax me. I'll take those California taxes. I'm yeah, coming he's here. Like, he's like, this seems amazing. Coming from Bill Belichick. Yeah. And being treated like gold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the competitor that he truly is. God, he's gonna play to a whole new gear this year. Yeah. And he's not used to seeing coaches smile. So it must have been a fresh, a fresh <laughs> yeah, moment exactly. for him. Exactly. Um, so let's get you out of here on this, man. So what is the the first, you know, game for you look like? Are you going? What's your setup of the day like? Like, what are you most excited about to kick off the season? I mean, I know that we're going to smoke them. I know it's going to be a, their line is just it doesn't it doesn't even it's not even a real line. Everyone's like, <laughs> is Adams going to torch us? Like, I don't know if he's running five yards and getting, you know, the quarterback's getting sacked. Yeah, your quarterback's going to have to lob it up. Yeah, air <laughs> ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just like that week one is, even though we're going to smoke them, I have so much anxiety going into it, you know, because oh, I'm sure. so excited to watch it, but I can't watch that in public. Not week one. Not I need week some one. private I, time by myself. I need some private time. I need to be able to scream like a girl. I need to be able to jump around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to rip my shirt off, pour Kool-Aid on. I don't know. <laughs> Let's but go. Like, that's what I want to do, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah uh, on that day, I'm going to have the projector, the projector out on the backyard and I'm just going to be sitting chilling. Nice dude. Awesome. Yeah. Well, enjoy it, man. I'm hopefully one day we can meet up at a game and uh, do that, do it in person and hang out. And uh, dude, it was an absolute pleasure having you on and uh, thank you again for your, uh, for your y- username. Cause it's, it really is a, the light, the really exciting light. Whenever I see um, Asphalt fans coming up that you might ask a question. <laughs> No, you guys have been my uh, favorite podcast. It's just so much fun to listen to you guys. It's just like the ultimate bro chat, right? Oh, so dude, totally, yeah. It, it definitely helps me get through my day. I laugh throughout the day because of it. So definitely appreciate that. Um, you know, 
I'm excited to meet you, obviously, but I definitely want to leave on this note. I'm going to be handing out tickets throughout the season for regular season tickets. Not those like 500 seats or anything like that. Yeah. Pretty solid seats. So, you know, just follow along because really I'm going to be giving it to anybody and everybody. Right. Sick, so. dude. That's amazing. Yeah. So go follow Benjamin, your mom. It'll be in the, uh, the post we have. So go follow him. Cause that's amazing. That's just, that's amazing. Cause it's going to bring more fans in and more people that probably could never go to a game are going to get to do that. So we, we respect you're doing that dude. And that's really my philosophy behind it. It's me spending my own money on those tickets specifically for people to have the experience that they are not normally able to have. Right. That's I mean, amazing. Los Angeles dude. is an expensive place. That's so. amazing. That's absolutely amazing. So dude, Ben, pleasure, dude. I really appreciate your time and uh, yeah, dude, let's, uh, let's keep chatting and we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Absolutely, brother. Nice meeting you. Take it easy, man. So welcome, everybody, to the Benjamin Your Mom Foundation, where we <laughs> allow Charger fans to attend all the games. That's right, folks. Wow. You've been jammed. <laughs> You've been jammed. Wow, yeah, dude. That so is, that's amazing. My jaw yeah. almost hit the floor. Can't believe yeah. giving away tickets. Yeah. He's, what a dude. He's, he's a cool guy, man. I, I it, it, The name fit the guy. Like it was it, sometimes uh, explain. The handle, it, like <laughs> the energy, the that vibe, a, the funny. A, Will you quit making it fucking gross, a, Kyle? No, it's good. Compliment. I mean, like he made us laugh with his name. He's also really funny and they Got match. It. It, like okay. it, sometimes you could have like, let's be honest, a really good username and you're just like, uh, you know, not the energy, the vibe that matches. So. Yeah, they match. He didn't sound like this. I'm condemning <laughs> your mom. <laughs> I was maybe expecting that just a little bit, but nope, not the case. Wow, man, that is that is so cool. And yeah, dude, just all the hype, man, all the excitement, and and truly, like he said, like there's no reason this team shouldn't be making a Super Bowl run unless there's some kind of catastrophic issue. And for all intents and purposes, there really should not be any catastrophic issues. So. Um, I, I'm excited, Ben. Uh, thank you for coming on and chatting with my man, Kev. Um, keep up the questions, dude. Cause every time I say Big your name, <laughs> it makes my man laugh. And I love that. Um, all right, well, let's go over to where we start talking about people's names. It's time for ask bolt fam. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um. Time to put your money where your mouth is. Oh, hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Clean love you, boy. That's right, folks. It's time for Ask Bolt Fam. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Adam, you're just going to wear that exclusive Yeti or Not shirt and you're not going to talk about oh, it? Oh, this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh me? this old thing? <laughs> 
I couldn't help myself. I saw Yeti or not post a a, a link that they were going to be selling some shirts, and I was like, I gotta get that. Yeah, that's I rad. Gotta get that. Because I mean, if I if I had a little Herbie, he would just sit on my shelf, and he would just be like a conversation. Can't take piece. him with you. This he can come with me. I can go anywhere with little Herbie. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. I love it. I it's an awesome one. shirt. It's actually really quite nice. I don't know if Yeti or not is still selling them, but if they are, highly recommend it. It's an awesome nice. shirt. Nice. Um, all right. Well, let's start off Ask Bolt Fam with our old friend House of Hain, who asked the question. I say, are you lad? Are you lads glad that the preseason is over? I say, now we get to beat the ever-loving shit out of the Raiders in the most shamelessly positive way. I say, I say, as always, family, trust, respect, can't love you, bye. The ever-loving shit. The ever-loving <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I'm. Football's here. Preseason is fun and everything, but it's not the real Chargers. It's great and all, but yeah, it's fun. It passes the time, but it's not yeah, quite it's what fun. we want. It's close. The build up is not for week one of the preseason. It's for week no. one here in two weeks. And what's crazy is Raider Week is a week from today as we record this podcast. That's true. Raider Week starts in one week. It's coming, coming oh, hot and heavy. So exciting, so scary. I'm so nervous. I know, well, me too. As, as, in a good way. As House of Pain reminded us, as always, family trust, respect. Family trust, respect. House of Pain, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to a free who asked the question. All right, fellas, with preseason over and football two weeks from now, I want to know what you three's rituals before the game. Football, bolt up, <laughs> the Raiders, football. <sighs> okay. Love you, bye. All right. Well, rituals before the game. We've talked it's about this before, but it's uh, different at home when I'm not going to a game. Mm -hmm. It's pretty straightforward. It's carne asada burrito, California burrito. Yes. Um, wear my Herbie socks, uh, get the kids donuts, <laughs> and then pacify them with sugar and pass them off to their mom. There you go. That's that's that. But I don't really have a full on tradition when we're going to a game, other than basically meeting you guys. All right. arriving at the same place. So we're going to have to make some traditions on this one. Yeah. Do you have any rituals there, Kyle? I don't have, I don't have any, even for home games. I just <laughs> do my best to get in front of the TV as fast as I can with my, find someone to watch my three kids and get in front of a TV as fast as I can. That's the ritual. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, the rituals for me were always, I would watch the game at my folks. I'd go over there. We get everything set up. You know, we might have some kind of lunch. We might get a pizza or some, you know, breakfast burritos or something like that. And uh, and I'd watch the game there with my folks. It's going to be different this year. I'm going to be moving out to Missouri, and I'm going to be watching a lot of games with Kevin. Yes, so sir. I think we you and I traditions. are going to have to make some rituals. Yes, hell yes, we do. Um, and uh, and yeah, the the ritual at the game is just to say hey to everybody. Put some smiles on some faces. Have have ourselves a good time. So some high fives, high some, fives all around. Some kid love you highs. That's right. All, all I'm all about that. I love that. So uh, a free thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Nicholas Francis, who asked the question. Oh, why do we suck in the preseason and our backups get beat? Hoo ha! Is that coaching? Hoo ha! Uh, all right. Well, hey, coach. Is it coaching? Hey. Hey, well, was, it you, was it you? Did I, yeah? Did you have something to do with this? <laughs> Why'd you do this I, to us? Can, can I answer? Or yeah. no? Are you guys speak gonna go up. back and forth? All <laughs> Will night you speak the... up already? Come on, coach. Good lord. Um, 
I think that it's there's potentially I, I'm not in the coach's room, so I don't know what they're trying to accomplish, right? Mm. So what these guys are trying to see, like we saw in week two, our kickoff guy kicks the ball through the end zone. So why all of a sudden was he not kicking it through the end zone? They wanted to see something. They wanted to see how our, our coverage guys were working, what we need to work on. Why was our punter that kicks the ball to the moon all of a sudden now allowing returns? So it's like they had motives. These are glorified practices. They have motives that they want to accomplish, and they're not willing to go outside of those to try to win a preseason game. Clearly, we're not playing our starters. If we cared about Ws, we'd be playing our starters. Yeah. Um, we would be opening up the entire playbook offensively and defensively. And we just we know that's not the case. We don't we don't care about winning football games. So from a from a to answer the question, is it a coaching thing? Yes, it is. They don't care about winning. They don't care about winning preseason games. It's very clear by the personnel that we have in there, they have a goal that they're trying to accomplish. And I'm hoping they accomplish whatever that goal was in knowing the 53 guys that we need on the roster to win 17 games from here on out. And I don't care about the first three. Mm -hmm. No, I've already forgotten about them. What happened? Did we play? Yeah. yeah. Did that happen? Who did we play? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't really. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, obviously that, that does seem to be the reason. I think if he had a win, it would just be the icing on top. It would just be like, great. We did good. Cool. Yeah. But if not, it's like, well, we've got stuff to look at. And, you know, we saw Staley's press conference, the post press conference where he was very up, you know, I won't say upset, but he was very disappointed in some of that gameplay. You know, he went out, he put those guys out there. Almost. A little curmudgeon-y. Yeah. He, he, he wanted to see, obviously, some explosive plainness. He wanted to see something happen. He put those guys out there for a reason. He wanted to see some results. Didn't get the results he expected. And so, obviously, a little bit of disappointment in that. So, um, yeah, I, I a hundred percent agree. It's not so much that we suck. It's just like, Hey, we're not the saints. We're not putting our first stringers out there. We're not trying to get a win. Kind of a desperate move, honestly. Yeah. Kind of desperate. Well, it's, no, it's just, they had different, they had different goals than we had. Exactly. Their coaching had different goals than our coaching had. It was, they theirs was to, to get looks at the number ones. <laughs> Kyle, right. we don't, it was a joke. We don't care. <laughs> took me seriously, Kyle. Come on. All right. Let's move it along. Nicholas Francis, <laughs> thank you for asking the question. Uh, he's going to leave the podcast. I, I see it in his eyes. Uh, let's move oh, it on shit. now to Doobie Doo, who asked the question. Oh, my gosh. Not good news. JC getting surgery is not what I wanted to hear. They say it's two to four weeks till he is back. If he's not back by four weeks, he misses the Raiders and Chiefs game. Do you guys think he will be back by week one ready to play? And how do you think it will affect those two huge games? He's back. Worst week Jerry one. Seinfeld ever. That was pretty good. <laughs> no. Week one, he's back. 100% back. I have nothing but confidence he'll be back week one. I, too, kind of have some, some weird, awkward bit of hope <laughs> that, yeah. that, that he is going to be back week one. Just... Based off of the way that everybody kind of downplays that, it wasn't really surgery. They just kind of made a little it's cut just... and they took a piece of bone out, and that's all it was. It's a little operator. Stop You've all played operation. Surgery. You've all played operation. It's yeah. not that big a deal, right? Yeah, you take out the tiny bone, the little yeah, bone, the little, the little bone. <laughs> so I, I do kind of have some hope. Obviously, that might get dashed to pieces come nine eleven, but uh, we'll find out. Um, it's when the game is, Kevin. Don't give me that look. That's when it is. Cripes. Yep. <laughs> You're right. Um, what do you Kevin think? Kevin is just Kevin just has something to say about everything that we have to say today. 
much. Just smart ass over there in the top right corner. <laughs> he's on fire, folks. <laughs> let's let's see if it keeps going. Do, uh, do you have any concerns, Kyle? Or are you just gonna let it let the chips fall where they may? And I mean, yeah, I have a I have I have a lot of concerns. I don't know. I don't understand how a surgery like this pops up out of nowhere. I still don't get it. Um, they give us the explanation of it popped up. But it's like the guy knows that he's had this every every year. It seems to pop up and irritate him. Sign your contract. Go get the surgery. Right. Yeah, like, just go get it immediately. It's gonna come back. It's gonna continue to hurt. From what I've heard of what doctors talk about it, it's like, yeah, that that sounds like it's miserable. Why shouldn't we? We should have taken care of this. So, the fact that we just do it in a rush and hoping he's back in two weeks, like being able to run and cut and jump and cover elite Devonte Adams. I don't know, man. Like, I get it. It was a minor procedure, but they still cut him open and went in there and messed Ooh, stuff up. So, tiny little cut is <laughs> I know, I know. I, I'm, I'm, me, I'm hoping for the best, but planning for the worst. Yeah. In my mind, Mike Davis and Asante are out there and they got to hold it down for a week, maybe two. Yeah. What if it was the INT bone? What if it, that was the bone that really made him the inter interception master and he, they just took it out? Cut out his lucky bone. Lucky bone. Don't say that. Why are you saying that? <laughs> Why would you even put that out there? I just had it. It just came to me. I just wanted to say it. So. All right. Well, the shamelessly negative Kevin will be <laughs> up in the top right corner for you folks. But the rest of us yeah. will be apart. down here hanging out, having a good time. Doobie doo. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to fire Telesco. Who asked the question? Are you guys concerned about our offense? They did not look good against the Cowboys' first team defense while the Broncos' offense blew them out. Herbert has thrown many interceptions and Spiller hasn't been great. The right tackle is still a problem as well, no matter who starts. Mm, no, I, I'm not concerned about the offense at all. No, me neither. No. Not even a little bit. Like, like we just had Benjamin, your mom, on say we had a top four offense last and year got better yeah and we got better so no not concerned one one bit honestly the, the uh, you know we're talking about you know going against the cowboys and the broncos and all that jazz it's like again it wasn't the offense that lost these games it was it was the defense when i mean i hate to say that it was the defense because that was you know when we brought brandon staley on it was like hey we got a defensive minded coach defense is going to be great and that just wasn't the case we just didn't have that so what did we do? We went out. We picked up all the defensive guys that we could possibly get our hands on. And now we've got what is on paper, arguably, one of the best defensive teams in the league. So, no. not worried. I think this is looking for something to be concerned about, Mr. Yeah. Fire Telesco. Sorry to it. call a spade a spade, but <laughs> why, why, how, do you, how are you of concern about our offense you haven't seen this year? The last time we saw it, they're putting up 50 points against the Raiders. And they're the top five team in the NFL. When comparing preseason teams against each other to try and find the aggregate of what our offense yeah, that's could just be. looking for something. I, yeah, there's other things you'd probably be doing. Um, I don't know <laughs> if that's worth worth your time, dude. It's we're gonna be awesome. Feel, we're good. Feel good yeah, feel good take about some it. deep breaths. We got this. We're got gonna it. be good. We're gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. Fire Telesco, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Cerberus Twenty One, who asked the question on a scale from one to ten. How scared are you guys that Devontae Adams is going to make our J.C. Jackson the secondary look like a bunch of bums out there? Uh, 
too. What's, what's happening? Do people, <laughs> do these people not listen to our show and they just submit questions? <laughs> no, Cerberus and Fire Telesco, they've both been on here before. Yeah. Guys, we're not worried at all. No. Not even a little bit. I have zero concern. Yeah. We are shamelessly positive and our pass rush is going to be on top of cars so fast. That yeah. little sissy Lala is not, he's going to be begging for run plays. Right. I yeah. like it's just reality. Now, the only thing that worries me about Derek Carr, legitimately, the only thing is that he throws the ball down the field and hopes for pass interferences, and sometimes he gets them. Mm. That's the that's the thing that worries me most about mm. um, anything to do with Derek Carr. So, no, I yeah, I would rather have J.C. Jackson out there. I'd be more confident. Obviously, yeah. But I still have plenty of confidence with Derwin James, Cleo Mack, Joey Bosa, the guys that we have on the field right now, it's 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 enough to get the Kyle job Van done. Noy. Come Kyle on, Van now. Noy. Sebastian Joseph Day. Like, oh my God, got I can't wait. To... Samuel Jr., Mike Davis, yeah, Mike it's Davis. Be come on, because it's not one on ones. Bryce it's not Callahan. Just... Come on, yeah, just, Callahan, the list too. goes on. We got guys, and it's a it's just eleven on eleven football. This isn't one on one, so I think we're gonna win a lot of those matchups, and it's this isn't gonna be an issue. I think Devontae Adams is gonna make some catches. He's probably he sure. might score a touchdown. Yeah, but that he's not gonna you know. It's not going to decide the game, in my opinion. No. No. Cerberus21, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Danny Lags, who asked the question. I think I jinxed J.C. Jackson bold, maybe too bold. Uh, perdition. Damn. I just won eight interceptions by our defense. Oh, I haven't been able to get a hold of my Chargers Saint to ask if it's okay to say his name. But here we go. Romero, Romero, Bolt Saints. Danny Lags. Danny Lags asked for Thunder Alley Kevin drunk voice. I did my Is best. Is that what I sound like? I it was off the cuff. I'm like, it wasn't eh. aggressive enough. I know. There's a Am lot I more aggressive? screaming. I'm trying not to <laughs> oh, beat yeah. the mic too much. <laughs> aggressive with smiles. Is how That's I like that. I love you. Smiling. I love you so much. Yeah. Um, I, is there a question in there? <laughs> He wants eight no. interceptions by our defense. I do too. Oh, That'd be okay. great. Me too. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah. 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 We're with I'm you. In. Danny Langs. That'd be a bummer if you jinxed him, but here we are. So let's get him healed up. I think he's going to play week one, guys. I, I think we need to have that comp. We need to at least start there. Then we can get to reality right. after that. I don't know, dude. It's going to be a real bummer, though, if that's where your head's at and then you find out Thursday, JC Jackson out. Harder to digest, and if you're like, "Holy crap, he's still questionable or probable or whatever it is," I don't know. I'd... It's more exciting the other way for me. That's fine. There's excitement to be had in to both each ways. Own. Yes, each his own. Yeah, different strokes for different folks. Danny sure. Lags, thank you for asking the question. So moving on now to Steve Hagland. Guilty as charged. Oh shit! Who asked the question? Certified fresh. Fresh <laughs> guys. Power rank the 16 teams in the fantasy league. Do it. Yeah. Do it now. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I, I don't even know the teams. Do you want me yeah. to? Let's let me share this. Let's share the screen. We'll put this up. Okay. The most let's important is the number one ranked team, and that's us. So yeah. Should we call we'll start it there? there? We'll start one. We'll start one. Oh. Here, let, let's let's take a we'll pause it. We'll come right back. Coming back. All right. Well. Uh, we're looking at the draft grades here, and oh. Bolt Bros, the director, are at the top with A's. Chargers unleashed a minus. Chargers. I've been Chad more of a B plus. I've been more of a B student my whole life, so this is actually pretty straightforward. You'd be surprised what you can do with a B student. Like he kind of catches you off guard, and you're not quite sure what he's going to bring to class that week. 
Um, I'm feeling good about this B plus. Yeah, if you have an A, people are gonna bring their top game for you that week. Yeah, if nerds. you're a B, you're just a solid guy, and they're kind of like, well, maybe we'll get a win, maybe not. Yeah, maybe you know, we'll like, get lucky. We'll show up. You bring your 4.0 yeah. to class this this week, guys. Come yeah, on. Yeah, 4.0 is a big bullseye right on your chest. Yeah, right on your chest. <laughs> the Colossus of Clout. The Colossus, the Colossus of Clout. Of clout. <laughs> you guys, All right, yeah, the yeah. Brothers. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going. Okay, I'm just gonna rattle them off real quick. I'm going Charger chat. I think. Director as a solid team will go unleashed. I'll give it to Hagland right after that. And then it can kind of just kind of see what happens. Both bros look pretty good. It's a big team. It's a big league. <laughs> Where are we putting the, the brisket broads? So come uh, on. They're they're kind of my spirit animal. Um, yeah, me too. Of this league. So they have a, if they win a game. card. I don't care if they win a game. I'm rooting for them every week. Sure. Every week. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rivers Lake Yacht Club, not great. D plus. Not but, great. Um, yeah. um, it's it's okay. But the guilty charge, they had only a C minus. Whoa, bro. goodness, goodness gracious! I don't know. We'll have to find out. We'll have to find out. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be fun to see what happens at the end of week one and where the trash talking is coming from. But uh, Steve Haglund, thank you Thanks, for man. asking the question. It's very fresh. All right, let's move it on now to the next one. It is Sean Mitchell who asked the question. If we cut Chase Daniel, do you really think anyone will pick him up? Is he still allowed at the facility? Can he still practice? What's the point of having him on the final 53 if we'd rather play stick in a game setting? Or let's cut him and hire him as an assistant to the assistant coach? <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> um. I think we talked about it earlier where we're we're paying him a good amount of money. You don't just like let him walk away with that. I think that's the kind of sticky factor, right? I don't think either one of those guys put themselves ahead of you know each other and he's getting paid more money, like Kyle said earlier. I do agree with the sentiment though. Everything that you hear about Chase Daniels, like, oh, a great guy to have in the quarterback room. He's like another coach. Just hire him as a coach then. Like yeah, that's I a good point. Like I don't understand why he's getting the nod over Easton Stick if that's the only different differentiating factor. Um now I don't think that he played poorly in the preseason to the fact to the point where he's just not a good quarterback. Right. Um, but if that's the only thing, then I kind of agree. It's like just hire him on as a quarterback coach then and let the guy that you th think more of actually play the spot. But they clearly value him as a quarterback, not just the guy with a lot of knowledge that Justin likes. Um, so, yeah, I I agree, though. If, if that's Because that is the only thing we hear from everyone is, oh, he's, he's like a coach in the QB room. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I also agree with the sentiment. I think also part of it has to do with, hey, man, Chase Daniel, if he still wants to play, he's not going to just put it up and say, all right, I guess I'll be a coach now because I got a good thing going here. I mean, we, we've seen players go on to other teams just because they're like, hey, man, I still want to play. I still yeah. want to keep doing this. This is what I enjoy doing. So it might be as much that as it is like, hey, man, you provide a great mentorship to Justin Herbert and you get to still keep playing. Why not? Keep it going. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it makes sense on paper. A lot of fans have obviously said, why are we keeping three QBs? Um, obviously, there's a reason behind it. They haven't really embellished on it too much on the three QBs. Maybe we'll get some of that this year from Staley. We'll find out. But Sean Mitchell, thank you for asking the question. Thanks, dude. Let's yeah, move thanks, on guys. now to Daniel Wallen. Danny! Who asked the question. What's up, bro, Chachos? Like, 
Who's the one non-starter you think will show out and kick some f***ing ass against the Raiders? <laughs> Got excited for actual regular season football. F*** the f***ing Raiders. Can't later on, dudes. I got, I got Fahoko. I think we get a Fahoko sack dance. I think he's going to, he won't be starting. He'll make the roster. He will suit up. And I think we're getting the sack dance. We were so close. Did you watch that last game? We were yeah. so close to uh, seeing the sack dance. So close. Immediately thought of you, Kyle. Yeah, I'm excited for that sack dance for sure. It's going to happen. Um, I, I, I'm trying to think of who that could be. It, it, it's hard because I don't know who the starters are right now, especially right. at that linebacker spot, right? Mm. There's three guys. If Kyle Vanoy is not a technical quote-unquote starter, then I think he's going to have a huge impact. A murder. Um, yeah, because they could they could work him on the edge, which I don't know if he's done much of that yet this year, um, mm-hmm. and put him in the inside as well. So um, I think it's going to... Kenneth Murray, if he's not starting, yeah, he could come in and play lights out, just pissed off football. Um, sure. I, I have a feeling it's going to be somebody in that linebacker room. I was shocked by Cole Christensen in that Saints, the last preseason game we had. He had a bunch of tackles. He was all over the football. Yeah. Uh, maybe him in a, in a um, special teams role somewhere. Yeah, or reader, call. something like that. You know, one of those guys. Absolutely. Um, I'll I'll go offense and I'll say like maybe Josh Palmer or something like that. One of the one of the lower string wide receivers might come out and light it up. Or maybe we get a kick return. Down to Carter. Let's go. Yeah, I'll be into that. Is that technically a starter day. though? Well, not on offense. Maybe it's a kick return, and then he's like, "Oh, I want another touchdown." He go catches the ball from. From Herbo and gets two. See what you did there. Nice, interesting nice logic there. there. Loophole. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Daniel Lawanlin. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Demon Certified Fresh. <laughs> Who asked the question? Scary. A win, loss, predictions. We we have done this undefeated, and seventeen and zero. Uh, seventeen and zero, baby. <laughs> We vary. I feel like we change our answer all the time. It's somewhere between 14 and 3 and 17 and 0 every time. Yeah, I think it's 15 and 2. I think I've said that in the past. 15 and 2 feels like, feels good. It's a shamelessly positive What always happens is I say 14 and 3, Kevin one-ups me and says 15 and 2, and then Adam goes all in and says 17 and 0. (laughs) That's what the answer to this question always is. That's usually what happens. Yeah. And, And to those that are like, oh, come on, guys, give a real answer. That's my real answer, guys. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not an I'm not analytics guy that's going to be like, well, yeah. let me see who's going to be in the lineup for it's I, the I Chargers think, are going to play. They're going to win. Oh, the Chargers are playing. Well, they're going to win. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, there you go, Demon. You're certified fresh. So obviously, <laughs> I don't know that you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I don't, obviously, you've not heard our win loss predictions before. But yeah, we're shamelessly yeah. positive, my guy. Thanks we, for joining uh, us, man. And we appreciate it. So let's move it on we're now. Good. To Chris with a K, no H, R I S. Okay. What do you think, Kev? <laughs> Certified fresh. Okay. Who asked the question? This just in the 2022 Los Angeles Chargers are coming for that ass. Sources <laughs> say the team plans to tattoo a lightning bolt on every ball carrier with every hit on any opponent attempting to run on them in the Thunderdome. Our way, bitches. Question from the Crime Stoppers hotline. Is it time to update the Calvary Charge trumpet tune that's played during certain situations? I, for one, would like to add some bass. Make it harder. Make it a little trap. 
That should get the people doing uh, for Channel 69. Hmm. Evening news. <laughs> this is Buttes McGee signing out. Bolt the F up. I love it. This is a way to make a splash. First question, certified fresh, coming in hot. I like it. It's a good, it's good, good script there, Chris. Appreciate that. I forgot all the little details <laughs> of being at the game, man. I'm just, I'm excited for the old cavalry charge. Like I just remember that when I was little, watching the games with that at Qualcomm or Jack Murphy. You know, I don't know. I'm, I, but I, you could update it. I'm sure you could put some, put some trap on it. It, it is. It. It is a different, I mean, when you hear it at home, it's, it almost sounds like a sound bite. It's definitely different when you're at the stadium and you actually, you see the person up on the Oculus yeah. with the trumpet and you see them. Burp, 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 burp. Charge! Charge! It's a whole, it's a whole nother vibe. Yeah, so. you can't change it. It's like one of the few things that are very much a part of going to a Charger game yes. is that trumpet. And it's every first down. Mm-hmm. Every single time, every time we get a first down, I get excited for the trumpet to come on. So I, I I understand the desire for something different, maybe, but that's just Chargers football. What yeah. if you get like somebody like a somebody from a band, like a really good lead guitarist, to do it on an electric guitar? That'd be kind of cool. It'd be a good change of pace. I, I think uh, I wouldn't be opposed to that. The thing that I do like about the the live trumpet, you know, it's not just somebody hit the trumpet button, okay. Yeah. <laughs> is sometimes they put a little stank on it. They put like a you know, like it's like, yeah, all right, I'm into it. Charge. Charge. So I don't know. I I could see where you're coming from, Chris, and I'm I'm open to ideas. Let's see if the chargers are as well, but Thank you for asking the question, and thank you for for coming to the show. We Absolutely. appreciate thank it. Thank you, man. Um, let's move it on now to J. Rob, who asked the question: What's going on, CC fan? Been a minute since I've asked a question. Hope you are all doing well. Week one is upon us, gentlemen. I got my tickets, jersey, and socks ready to go. I'll be at Thunder Rally bright and early. My question is. Do you think the fan base will be 50-50 this time around? It really disgusts me that stupid Raider fans think SoFi is their home. Kevin, just so you know, if shit goes down, I got your back, my guy. Bolt up and K, love you, boy. You hear that, Kyle? That's <laughs> I fine. I knew it. As soon as that? I read this question, Honestly, I knew you were going to come glad. out. Of- <laughs> you know what happened? To- Jay. Good. Jay. <laughs> Yeah, good. I'm glad you have someone there because I will not be there. I'm just telling you in advance. I'm not going to help you if you get a fight. I don't plan on fighting, but I want somebody you don't to have plan my back. On it, but it's, you're you're not doing anything to prevent it. That's right. my problem. All right, I'm going to get your digits, Jay. I'll text you. We'll get a more direct line. Section 307, Jay. If you see I don't know. Shit I'm going pretty down, sure Dad around. had to step in the middle of you fighting a woman at the last game. That is not true. That is true. I didn't fight a woman. At all. Uh, do you want to hear the story? Or, do you want to hear the story? Because it's if you'd like actually to ridiculous. Yourself. It's ridiculous. <laughs> all right. How, Kevin, Kevin Duggan, take the stand. Okay. Very simple. We were at the game. I was with my Judge son. Bulldog. I was with my... Did I tell the story before? Maybe not. I don't I know with, if you have or with, not. I was with my son, who was six, and my dad, <laughs> who's like 50, late 50s. I just... You have his age. There you so, go. So we're there, and I'm at the game, and I go to get, you know, early in the first quarter, I go to get um, my son some some cotton candy. Got some candy. I come back, and the late there was a, a row of ladies 
and I I snuck by him. What I came to come to find three quarters later that I accidentally knocked over one of their beers. I didn't know I did that. So this lady comes up Honest and con- confronts me. And I was like, oh, well, if you had told me this, like when they were selling beers, I would have bought you new beer. I nothing. I have no issues. And she got like in my face and like took my sunglasses off my face and tried to throw them. Like I didn't even do anything. I was standing next to my son. So Kyle, fuck you. We'll bring we'll bring dad on as a defendant so in the next episode to hear what really happened because you are sugarcoating that. Story. Dad is not, dude. It is exactly what happened. I don't know. I've never gotten in a fight with any woman at a Charger game before. But have you knocked over a beer accidentally and they were crazy and didn't tell you for three quarters? They just sat there and stewed and were lame. Have you, Kyle? Have you? Because it happened nope, to me. Answer the question. Answer me. It's just somehow these 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 stories happen to you, Kevin. I'm gonna need you, Jay. I'm gonna need you. Apparently. <laughs> You I are. was nice to her the whole time. I'm like, I, she, she came up to me. I was like, I, I was like dumbfounded. I was like, what is happening right now? Like, well, I didn't say anything mean to her. She just grabbed my glasses and tried to knock my hat off. And it was crazy. It was crazy. All right. Well, Jay, it's section 307. If you see <laughs> a brouhaha going down. If yep. you see me knock over any beers, come running, Come on please. over. Come yeah. on over, my guy. Um, Jay, thank you for asking the question. <laughs> Let's move it on now. Oh, but so, they, but the question that wasn't the question. The oh, question was, was 50. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we got sidetracked. I thought it was did Kevin fight a woman ever before? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. Never have I ever done that. Uh one tried to fight me though. Um <laughs> so embarrassing. I can't believe they told that story. This is a week. Yeah. Um, but the 50-50, I think it's gonna be better than it was last time. Kyle, you were at that game. We weren't. What was it like then? Yeah, so there was a lot of Raider fans. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot. Um I think it's going to be close to the same. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just don't see why everything will have radically changed in one off season when they went to the playoffs, had a pretty successful season. We didn't, the Rams won the Super Bowl. I don't see how we're just going to overnight have this gigantic fan base that sells out so far. Um, So I think it's going to be pretty similar to what it was for sure. I think it'll be more, I think the excitement level around the new players we have on our team and just seeing what Twitter's like and people like, I got my first tickets. Like I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot more of that. So, you know, we'll, we'll, you, you'll be a better judge because you were at the first one, but right. you know, we'll be, we'll be there, man. We will. Regardless, we'll be, be there. there. Yeah. Pow- we're, we will we're be there. Powder blue. Um, yeah. And I, I would also like to think it'll be better. Again, there's nothing for me to really support that. I think also being a, you know, a home opener, I'd like to think that brings out more of the fan base as well. Um, but we'll see. We'll find out. Jay Rob, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Leo, who asked the question. Chalice, what's up, fools? Been listening to you vatos for a couple minutes now, eh? Very funny podcast. <laughs> Anyways, got a question for that vato coach. Essay. How do you see us using Darwin James now that we got the very firm defense? Do you see us using him in the box a lot more? Okay, no. Simon, I think rotating Darwin in the box over top and even blitzing would be as deadly as Mama's chanclas when I forgot to take the chicken out of the freezer. Anyways, f*** them Raiders, fools. K, love you, bye. Oh, as deadly as Mama's chanclas. That's a deadly thing. I know that. I know um, that will pair. Will pair up. All right. Well, <laughs> Vato coach, what do you what do you see for for Derwin? Yeah, I think we all got excited about the same thing last year, right? There was a lot of talk about. Oh, it's even Staley himself talked about how excited he was to have a guy like Derwin that you don't have on every team. 
that can play inside, Absolutely. outside, over the Absolutely. top, in the box, on the edge. Um, and I, I'm hoping that we can stay healthy enough to see more of that. I think last year, due to injury, we had to keep two safeties up high all the time. Um, and we didn't have a healthy rotation of safeties that we could get in there to get Derwin moving around. Um, hopefully, with some of these guys being obviously second year in the in the um, program in the in the what the defense the scheme is the word I'm looking for. Right. Yes. Um, they'll be more comfortable to step in and fill, so Derwin can be moved around. Um, and with the ability to just go man and lock people up with J.C. Jackson. Um, adds a lot of flexibility for that safety to move around. So, yeah, I see him as a pass rusher, as a nickel, as a safety, as a linebacker, all of the above. Um, you just got to watch him. Watch for him. Don't just look at it. It's hard to, on TV. You can't really. But if you're going to the game, look where he starts and look where he ends up at the end of the play. Um, he's going he's gonna to sh- look like it's the same spot every time. It's going to be amidst the play during the snap that he's going to be really moving around and playing different spots. Can't wait to watch that. Something to be excited for there, Leo. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Athir Kadir, who asked the question. Okay, my bro, I have a question for my coach. If the right tackle situation goes bad in week one, do you, Coach Staley, pull the trigger in week two and go to Phyla? Okay, love you, bye, and f- the Raiders and their sorry-ass QB. All right, well, pull the trigger. Move Filer over to right tackle. What do you think, Coach? I don't I don't think it's going to happen. I think if that was an option, it would have happened by now. Yeah, he hasn't um, practiced I, it, I don't believe. Yeah, I haven't heard any reports of Filer getting any reps at right tackle. I'm pretty sure that would have been thrown out on Twitter pretty quick if we saw anything like that. True, yeah. Um. I don't foresee that happening at all. If right tackle goes bad, Trey Pipkins is the starter. I think you're going to see Storm week two. I think that's kind of the rotation from here on out. Um, depending on what happens here at the end of this these cuts, who we potentially bring in um, as a competitor. Um, but I don't think Filer's going to get bumped out. I think that was a, a hope that we all had because we know the glaring hole at right tackle. And we now have become really deep at the guard position out of nowhere. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be Storm and Trey. So, time to buckle up, boys. Buckle up, Buttercup. That's right. Athir Kadir, thank you for asking the question. Thanks. Moving on now to Compact Disc, who asked the question. What was one of the funniest or funniest Ask Bolt Fam questions you guys have had? I don't remember what episode it was, but Wooldog was doing Kirk Lazarus from Tropic Thunder last year. That was absolutely gold. It was definitely the funniest all-around question I've seen you read off. It's funny. I don't even Hands remember. Down. I don't remember even what the question was, but all I said was, you big dumb bitch. And it just like, <laughs> that it was killed it. me. It yeah. killed me. I don't yeah. remember what even the question was. But um, that was uh, Nick Defense Huge, yeah. who was writing all those Kirk Lazarus monologues. That was hands for me. down the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that was that was amazing. And then the Kickman stuff he did, like he yes. was on a tear there for about four yeah. or five weeks. We haven't yeah. heard from him in a minute. Hopefully he comes back. I hope he comes, comes back. back for the regular season. Yeah, yeah, because shit, his stuff is funny, and yeah, he bro- <laughs> it broke us all with that one. That was so yeah. funny. <laughs> 
Again, I don't even remember the question, but just you big dumb bitch. Like yeah. that was just the way it came out was just it was perfect. So yeah, was I don't good. know any other like really a lot of the hypotheticals get really out yeah. of control here. So there's some fun ones. We've doing, had, I want to I want to keep I want to like eventually go back and look at how many questions we have up to this point. There's got to be a way to do that. Oh God. I mean, hey, if it's you got a, a Sunday lot. afternoon, you can average it out it. times the <laughs> amount like of episodes. 15, that we like have. Tw- I'd say fif- 12 questions per episode. Yeah, yeah that's probably on the low end. A yeah. long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of questions, but yeah. 100 there's, episodes. Or so. There's yeah. a best of reel in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> we don't have any interns over here at the church nope. chat. So, so we haven't had somebody. Soon. Yeah. We haven't had anybody go and like, all right, watch all the funny ass both fans and compile them into the best of. And so, with having questions every week, I can't even remember the questions from last week. So, <laughs> yeah, um, Kickman, kick I think, was my favorite. Just yeah. the, that that one came out of absolute nice. nowhere. Yeah, yes. that one, um, that was amazing. But yeah, that they're all they're all good. Keep them coming because this, this is the reason why I I think the show is so fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. So compact disc. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Deadbolt Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? Electric blue is a verifiable, legitimate shade of blue on the color spectrum. For the love of Schrodinger's cat, why don't we have an electric blue color rush uniform? It's not rocket science, you slack-jawed, sister-banging doofuses. Give us electric blue. Electric blue. Huh. I got to look that up. I, I don't look know. This color up. Have a little electric look. blue. Blue. I like the colors that we have now, right? But maybe this thing's next level. Images. Electric blue. Electric blue. Ice House. Electric blue. YouTube. It looks like it's also a music video. It's also a music video. <laughs> it's, it's in the. It's in the. It's in the category. It's in. I see yeah. it. I see you. I, I don't see know. Blue. If people think that our powder blue is soft, this is kind of even softer. No. It's a. It's a. It's a little more light than the powder blue. I think. I'm looking at the correct one. It's hard to say. Yeah, I just like Google image searched electric blue. I see like six different shades of blue. It's like, which one yeah. is it? I it's can't. more of like a, it's like a greenish blue. It's like a tealy kind of energy. Hmm. But I, hey, I'm on board. I like. Give me all want, the variations. Hey, I want you to have what you want, Deadbolt. Okay. Yeah. I want you to get what you want. Um, sure. I'm not mad at it. I'm, I'm in. Electric blue makes sense being the charge. Sure. I know where you're going at there. So yeah. 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 One night Maybe only. We'll see. An, oh. There you go. Start there. See how it's Start sells. with the merch. First See char- how much the merch sells. The first charger chat hat is electric blue. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Bold move, do. Cotton. We'll see yeah, how, we'll that see how out. it pans out. Yeah, we'll, see, we'll let our intern get on that. <laughs> Stellan. <laughs> yeah, Stellan. put my seven-year-old on it. It'll work out really good. All right, Stellan, I want you to take a poll. <laughs> yeah. You got to crunch our numbers and see which of the merch sells best. <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh, All right. Well, Deadbolt, yeah. Hey, man, if you start a petition, I'll sign it, man. I'll, Hell yeah. I'll see I'm some electric blue. Port some Bolt fam. <laughs> um, all right, gang. Well, we go out of Ask Bolt Fam with an old favorite, Boltville714, nice. who asked the question. Hello, CC gang. Yes, it's me, the Donald. Just wanted to tell you guys are doing an incredible job, truly magnificent. We appreciate all you boys have done for this community during this offseason. It's because of great Charger content creators like yourself that we can get through the offseason. And now here we are just a couple of weeks away from facing those pirate hookers. (laughs) 
At first, I thought it was fake news, but it ain't. I can already see them lining up outside of Halloween stores for their black leather gimp suits and cheap mascara. It's okay. <laughs> My question is, what would each of you be willing to do or give up for the rest of the year if it guaranteed all of our players staying healthy all season? One, not brushing your teeth or other significant hygienic routine. I do that quite often. Number two, give up fast food. Yes, pizza too. Or number three, give up social media. Let the countdown begin for week one, and I wish you guys the best in Fantasy League. I'm rooting for you guys. As always, f*** those pirate hookers in their black holes. Okay, love you, bye. <laughs> Thanks, Boltville. You're Thank the you. man. Boltville 714. Thank you. It's so nice. Um, it's so nice. Yeah. It's so nice. <laughs> Amidst all of the... <laughs> violating of holes. You gave us a nice compliment. We appreciate that. Yeah. Um, all right. So if you had to give up. Well, if we give up social media, technically this is what we're doing right now is social media. So you wouldn't have the podcast anymore, right? Technically. Are you trying to take an option away from me? I'm saying <laughs> if we would, would the audience be okay with not having charger chat for the rest of the year? If it meant all the players were healthy, that, that kind of like a mirror back to you. Cause that's the social media. Number three, is my thought. Hmm. You're a weird energy today, Joe. <laughs> you guys just don't have any energy. I can't throw any hypothetical, funny, potential conversations out with you guys both looking at me like slack-jawed deers. Well, I don't want to give up brushing my teeth or other significant hygienic routine, and I don't <laughs> I want to give really up I was really hoping that that give up social media was the slam dunk answer. I thought that was not. the slam dunk answer, us. too. Why you got to pull the yeah, rug out from under us? Because <laughs> it's not. Technically, that's, that's what this is. Technically. I don't know. Guys, if you think YouTube is a social media, put it down in the comments. Let us know. <laughs> like, I'll, subscribe. I'll, I'll give up fast food, no problem. Yeah, I'll give up fast food for one season, not for my whole life. It's not a whole life, just, just one year to guarantee yeah, I'll health. Up, I'll give not up only will they food. be healthy, I'll get healthier in with them. True. So it's a win-win. I guess. I guess you make a. <laughs> You're not happy argument. about that at all. <laughs> I love my pizza, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I know that uh, was me and Adam's answer for favorite food a couple episodes ago. It yeah, was, yeah. It was pizza. And I think Boltville 714 knew that. He cut what us. What if to it's the homemade quick. though? Maybe what if it's gourmet? That's not fast food. Yeah. Gourmet pizza. Ooh, so I can make my own pizza. I think so. That's not fast it's food. Not, it's slow. Well, what I'll does Kevin have right? to say on the <laughs> yeah, matter? It takes a while. Um, I don't know. I could throw out a hypothetical, but you guys would both look at me like I'm an idiot. So I'm gonna go with sure. Allowed. Gourmet okay. pizza. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. Kyle and I will be opening opening our own pizzeria. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll take a season. long time to cook it, so everyone's right. Free so from I hope you don't school. have anywhere to be. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it won't be fast. <laughs> but uh, hey, at least our players will be healthy, right? Yeah. We'll have that going and for so us. So will we. All right. Well, Boltville seven one four. Thank you for asking the question, and thank you everybody for asking questions and ask Bolt fan. We really do appreciate it. Um, but I think that is going to do it for this episode of Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? Good luck with the uh, with the move, Wooldog. You're coming out Thank here. you very much. Drive safe, my friend. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's going to be a two-day drive with my madre and two cats in the backseat. Pray for me, folks. Please. <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> I'll be but, waiting for you at the very end with a high five. That's right, you will. Yeah. You, you better be. I'm moving out. I'm going to be looking around like he said he'd be here. <laughs> Where is he? Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charge to Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up. 
because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. And now, a word from our sponsors. Welcome to Coach and Wooldog's Slow Ass Pizza. Do you like pizza? Hey, so do we. But we're not like those other highfalutin pizza joints that rush it out to you, get the order wrong, and probably sneeze on it. No, sir. At Coach and Wooldog's Slow Ass Pizza, we take our sweet ass time, one pizza at a time. That's how we roll. Don't like it? Whatever. Hey, you came to us. It's right there in the title. Coach and Wooldog's Slow Ass Pizza. It's coming. Hold your horses. Jeez. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.